I'm Patty Peterson, and I want to welcome to Jazz 88 someone who is not a stranger to the Twin Cities, because I know he's got some great friends here, but his name is Bob Mincer, and he happens to be one of the people performing on Tuesday and Wednesday night at Dakota with a group called Yellow Jackets. Bob, thanks for joining me today. Thanks, Patty. Glad to be with you. Yeah, glad to be with you too. I have loved following you and your career and Yellow Jackets honestly has been one of my favorite groups since the inception of contemporary jazz fusion. And this couple of days that you've got coming up at Dakota. We always love playing the Dakota. We've been there every couple of years with the Yellow Jackets. And just a little history for people who don't know the Yellow Jackets. How long has the group been in existence? We're in our uh, approaching our 42nd year as an ensemble, which is a long time. <laughs> How many original members are still left? Only one. Uh, Russ Ferrante, uh, the piano player, is the uh, lone original member. Um, but there are long-term relationships here. Uh, Will Kennedy, the drummer, joined in 87. He took a 10-year hiatus in there around 2000. Okay. And then came back. I joined the band in 1990. So that's 32 years. And our bassist, Dane Alderson, is the baby. Uh, Age-wise also in duration, he's, he's with us for six, six and a half years. Congratulations on the longevity of this music and it's needed and wanted. And that's why the group is still hanging in there. Who writes the most music for the Yellow Jackets? We all write. We all take part uh, on an equal basis, which is, I think, one of the one of the reasons this band has persevered for so long. Uh, there, you know, each individual member has a, a profound investment in the band, uh, which is an unusual situation. Typically, bands have a leader or two leaders, you know, uh, and sidemen. And this has never been the case with Yellow Jackets. It's always been a cooperative band. It's uh, 100% democracy. So everyone takes part in decision making, which includes composing, arranging, deciding what music to play, when to play, where to play. And it's, it's just a, it's a great family kind of situation that allows the music to thrive and grow and continue to evolve. What's beautiful about that is that everyone has their own careers as well. For you to create the time to get together, to write, to record, and then tour, this is called welcome to the music business. You have you have to all connect and make sure that you're all available at the same times. Uh, hats yeah. off to you. That's tough stuff. It is tough. It's been a challenge. It's been a real serious challenge uh, for for most of us uh, all this time, you know. But but we really cherish the opportunity to get together and play. So we do everything we can to make room to have you know the Yellow Jackets commitments moving forward. And uh, you know, but it's it's a lot of work. It's a lot of juggling. You know, uh, up to this point, three of us were on the faculty at USC. So there was that, right? I mean, oh my gosh, you know, uh, you had to sort of cover your classes and lessons and so on, and and you know, be considerate about not taking off too much. And in my case, I'm also the chief conductor of a radio band in Cologne, Germany. So I have to be over there four times a year for a week to ten days. So trying to squeeze that in between teaching and Yellow Jackets is uh, fairly insane, but doable. Oh. Well, you're making it doable. I mean, it's a choice at this point. And if you want to do it somehow, it seems to fuse together. Yeah, it's a lot about time management and right. 
and saying no, <laughs> you know. So let's talk about the recording that just got a great couple of Grammy nods. You've already alluded to WDR Big Band in Cologne, Germany, and you did a CD with Yellow Jackets and this big band, and uh, it got it got a couple of Grammy nominations. This is an amazing thing. I, I want you to talk a little bit about your relationship with the WDR. I know you touched on it. Well, I, I mean, I, I've had a relationship with WDR for 30 years. I went over there for the first time in the late 80s. And in fact, the Yellow Jackets have a longstanding relationship there as well. We did two productions in the mid-90s with the WDR Big Band. So, I mean, the seed had been planted long ago. And when I became chief conductor around 2015, being somebody, uh, an integral part of decision-making as far as bringing in guests and Deciding on projects, one of the first on my list was let's do something Yellow Jackets WDR together again, because it was so great the first couple of times. And that eventually morphed into the idea that, well, I mean, we're over there for a week. We have ample time to record all this music and go out and play. We did the Leverkusen Festival right after this week of recording. And why not put out a CD with the, the two entities combined, Yellow Jackets plus Big Band. It hadn't been done before and uh, seemed like a great idea. And it was. And it was, idea. and it was received really well. This is the Jackets XL disc you're speaking of, right? Yeah. Well, we play a lot of that here on Jazz 88. My guest is Bob Mincer, and he is uh, with the Yellow Jackets, great saxophonist, writer, arranger. Okay, so you are going to refresh us with a little bit of contemporary jazz here in the Twin Cities, coming to the Dakota on Tuesday, uh, May 31st, for two shows, seven and nine, and then on June 1st, seven and nine, two more shows. Uh, when you and I were talking a little bit before we uh, got into this interview, you mentioned that you have written and recorded a new CD with the Yellow Jackets. Yes. Talk about have. that. It hasn't okay. come out yet, right? No. We recorded in December, uh, famous Capitol Recording Studios in Los Angeles. Yes. And yeah, we recorded, what, 10 new songs. Uh, we all contributed as composers. It's So this one, we just thought it would be nice to go in and just play as a quartet, just the four of us. And uh, so the CD is called Parallel Motion. And it will be released uh, August, September. We're already playing a bunch of the music from that CD. We will be performing it in Minneapolis. Oh, good. How do you go about picking songs for your concerts? Well, we, we generally have like a working list of maybe 50 to 60 songs. And what we try to do is play different songs Every set. It's far more interesting than, you know, playing the same set. Every, every set. Time. So you're not playing the same set at seven that you'll play at oh, nine. No, 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 no. Oh, my no. goodness. That's no, fun no, to know. No. Right. So okay. Uh, variety is the spice of life. Keeps us on our toes and keeps things interesting. And, uh, you know, I mean, jazz music is is an improvisatory art form. And why, why get stuck in routine? I mean, that's sort of antithetical to the whole conception of, what the music is about so by all means it's it's a lot it's a lot more fun to uh, change things up and play different songs every night 
Okay, so rattle off once again the members of Yellow Jackets that we'll be seeing on Tuesday and Wednesday night at the Dakota. Uh, Russell Ferrante is uh, the one of the founding, the last founding members in the band. He is the pianist. Uh, William Kennedy is the drummer. Um, Dane Alderson is the bass guitar player, and I am the saxophonist and electronic wind instrumentalist. So I want to say on behalf of the Twin Cities, um, long overdue, we're really looking forward to seeing you. We love playing your music. Thank you for taking the time to come and be with us here at the Dakota on the 31st and the 1st. Bob Mincer, thank you so much. Thanks you, Patty. Great to talk to you and look forward to seeing you.